Are you going to start? Oh, I guess I have to say welcome to the podcast. Well, this is your birthday episode, so you should say welcome to the podcast. Okay. So say welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the Choose You Now podcast. I'm your host, Juliana Hever, and I was coerced. I don't know what to say. How do I introduce? How about this? Why don't we do this? Let's just, I'm, I'll start the conversation and then what we'll do is you'll, you'll just do your intro, outro afterward. But I mean, what would you want me to say? I could do it. Just what should I say? Well, this is my special birthday episode. I feel so blah. Happy, happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday. How about this? Why don't we do this? Let's have the conversation. Okay. And so then you'll know what we're going to discuss. Okay okay, okay. okay. So here we go. Birthdays are all about the person we're celebrating, right? So today, launch day, is Juliana's birthday. And so this is what I thought. I thought since today is all about Juliana, we're not going to say her age, but we're going to say that she's lived at least, how about this, four decades. How about that? Okay. Okay. And, And I thought this would be a really great opportunity for our listeners to learn a little bit more about you. So this is what we're going to do. And by the way, folks, Juliana has no idea what I'm going to ask her. She doesn't have a clue. So this is all okay. I'm a little nervous slash excited. No, don't be nervous. I would never do it. So, so we're going to keep it really simple, actually. So you've lived, you've lived four decades on this, on this great green, leafy green earth. (laughs) From zero to 10 in your life, can you think of a time as a small, small child that you chose yourself? Maybe it was something positive maybe it was something negative but is there something in your first 10 years that you can think of that you chose yourself that's such a good question i feel like the reason we're doing this podcast now in my fourth decade of my life is because this is when i decided to choose myself for the first time so tell me more what is that like so what what was that moment do you remember and again 0 through 10 well, zero through 10, I had a really rough life, actually. I dealt with some stuff that most people don't ever deal with in a lifetime, and including a really tragic murder in my family, like a whole family, well, a whole section of my family. And I spent 10 more years of that in trial dealing with that. So I had a very rough beginning to my first decade. Um, I know that I love dancing from the age of, my mom says I danced before I walked. So that was where I put my heart into while I was dealing with everything. I danced and danced and danced. I did a lot of ballet and jazz and modern. And that was something that I always loved to do. And that was something that stuck with me. But more or less, I lived a kind of a grown-up childhood that was kind of crazy. So so let's split that in half for a second. First of all, even I did not know about, about that in your life. So holy crap, I had no idea. So when you were going through such a a tragic event as such a small child and you can't articulate anything and well, not much anyway. And how do you choose yourself when you, do you choose yourself by dancing? And if so, why dance? I was not cognitive of any of that. I was just kind of figuring stuff out and had no idea. It's taken me decades to talk through it and to deal with it and to understand it, at least to the extent that you can understand something that insane and and horrible and tragic 
Um, but dance just felt good and it was just something where it was like my happy place. And I just, I don't even know why I just love to dance. I still, even to this day, I, I've admitted this before, so this is not shocking, but it is kind of embarrassing. My favorite thing to do when I'm stressed or sad or anything, I like to just put on music and just dance by myself. Like that's just something that makes me feel really good and, and kind of centered. And so it's always been something I've turned to. Not that I would ever want to do that publicly these days. <laughs> I'm really out of practice. <laughs> So I will share something. The listeners don't care about me, and Adam, please feel free to cut this out. But um, my partner and I just moved to a new uh, apartment in New York City, and um, we don't have any window coverings yet. And so we want to get shades and stuff. And I said to him the other day, I was like, because the entire apartment is exposed, really. And so I said, well, we kind of need shades soon. He's like, what's the deal with the shades? I, too, love to dance around the apartment mostly in my underwear, and, but, but I feel like it's a great release in a way. It just like, nobody cares. Nobody's judging, whatever. Okay. Catharsis. Okay. By the way, wait, I, I thought of something. I don't know if this is choosing myself, but it definitely foretold my future and I didn't know it at the time. But when I was about five years old and before, okay, wait, there's two things that I did that kind of shows a lot about what, how my path was already set in motion. First of all, when I was about five years old, we have audio cassette recordings, which totally dates me, of me teaching aerobics to my sister and our best friends that we grew up with. There, we were two sisters. You know, our families were always hanging out. So I was teaching them aerobics. Okay, that's one thing. So I always loved fitness. The but other how, wait, thing- how, how old were you though? Is this before you were 10? Because right now yes. we're talking about zero through 10. Okay, fine. Yeah. No, this is like five through 10. I was doing oh, aerobics wow. and teaching aerobics okay. and doing Jane Fonda with my mom. I love that stuff. The second <laughs> thing I did- was I, my mom said, and I don't remember, I remember this a little bit because this was my entire life, including right now to the day when I used to crawl into people's homes, I would go and sit down in front of their pantry and just sit and look at all the food that they would eat. <laughs> my God, that's so foreshadowing. Holy crap. That's yeah. right. I always love to know what people eat. I'm like obsessed with food. I've made my whole life around food and eating and healthy eating and nutrition. I'm just like obsessed with it. I just find it wow. so interesting. <laughs> Have you ever eaten birthday cake? Of course I have. Oh, oh my okay, God. just making sure. Okay, okay. Just I've sure. eaten okay. everything. I was not plant-based or anything for the first 30 years of my life. Oh, of course. That's right. That's right. Okay. Okay, so very good. So now, from 11 to 20, when can you remember a moment when you chose yourself? Again, good or bad? And what did it mean to you? Again, I dealt with so many extraordinary things that I won't go into because it's just crazy. My, my, my daughter, my teenage daughter, who's bored with everything about her boring mother, still says to me all the time, and her friends too, say, your mom should write a, a book or a movie about her life. It's so crazy. But um, in the ages of 11 to 20, I think one of the most significant times that I chose myself was I really wanted to be an actress. I was dancing and acting and I really wanted to, but then I was thinking about, you know, my dad wanted me to be an accountant and, you know, my mom supported me no matter what. But, um, and then at some point I wanted to be a doctor, but I, I ended up going back to acting and I chose to study acting and, you know, I got an agent, I was doing the whole theater thing. I love Shakespeare. And so I really dove in to Shakespeare and acting and theater. And I went to an arts high school and I loved it. I absolutely loved all of that. It was really fun. To be or not to, oh, it was terrible. It's the only Shakespeare thing I know. <laughs> I got to play Juliet. That was my fantasy role. Oh, I love that. In an equity theater. 
Give us, give us one more thing that happened to you from 11 to 20. One of those things that you said, I don't want to talk about it. Like, what's one other thing? And of course, if you don't want to discuss it, Adam will cut this part out. But like, is there something else that maybe the listeners can relate to? And again, Juliana, just shake your head no if you don't want to do it. We can move on, honestly. There's so many. You will not believe all the stuff. Um, I was mugged. <laughs> Let's talk about that. Where were you? How old were you? And what happened? I was probably 19 or 20. And I was, I just seen a show with my girlfriend. We'd gone to see a play in Hollywood and we were walking back to my car and we were kind of had our arms around each other. We're just friends, but we're just like, you know, just, you know, we're just being friends in our young age. And we're just like kind of talking about the show. And all of a sudden this car was kind of in the middle of the street and it was running and uh, we looked at each other. It was kind of weird. But then all of a sudden, the next thing I know is this guy put it looked like a gun within a sweater up to my face and started pulling on my purse. And my purse was a gift and I didn't care about what's in it, but I was like pulling back because this was a gift from someone special who also had passed away. So I was holding onto the purse and grabbing back. And then I just remember my friend saying, let it go, let it go. And fortunately I'd had my keys out of my purse. So I was holding my keys thankfully because my parents were out of town. Like I wouldn't have been able to get home or anything. Um, but that was really scary. And did it, did it shape you in any way or did it, did it sort of shape in the way in which you choose yourself going forward from that moment? It made me study um, self-defense. It made me very aware of my surroundings even more so. I mean, I grew up in LA. Not, it's not quite New York or, and it wasn't like, you know, in the middle of the big part of the city, but I've always been quite aware, especially because of what I grew up dealing with, with the murder and everything. So yeah, it made me more aware, a little more anxious. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Um, but it, yeah, it was scary. Like you just, you have to, you know, appreciate every moment and be very aware of your surroundings. Yeah. So now let's go, let's go from 21 to 30. What moment again, good or bad? I think I know what you're going to say. I think, but I'm not sure what, 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 what's something that helped shape how you choose yourself within that decade? Well, I had been going back to the medical school route and I was really going to be a doctor and I was taking calculus and it was the hardest thing I'd ever had to do because I went to an arts high school and I became really good friends with my calculus professor because I was going to office hours every day because I was desperately trying to accomplish, you know, a good grade to get into medical school. And every day, every day, my, my professor, would, we, he would tell me, just take deep breaths. You got this. You understand this. So I remember sitting in the middle of this big hall. I was at UC Santa Cruz at the time great school. And I was sitting there and he would, he would, I would look up at him and there's like hundreds of people in the room, but he would always look at me and he'd like tell, show me to take a deep breath. And finally at the end of Calculus 1C, he said, Juliana, go back to dancing and acting. You'll be so much happier. <laughs> <laughs> and so I did. And the beautiful thing about that, Sanford, is that I went back to acting and all that. And it all came to a beautiful perfect collision because then I became a personal trainer because they were telling me to lose weight as an actress. And then the personal training, everyone was asking me about nutrition and I enrolled in graduate school, got straight A's for the first time in my life, loved nutrition more than anything. And then I was like, what was the point of getting an, an undergrad degree in acting? But here we are. I met you because we did What Would Juliana yeah. Do? And the rest yeah. is history. It just ended up oh, all being perfect. So in, in a way, like the professor who was almost like discouraging you from, from, from meeting your goals helped you meet your goals, yeah. right? Yeah. That's interesting. Everything happens on purpose. I really believe I, I that. And I think you're actually one of the people 
because you know you hear that from people, right? Like you hear that all the time. But you're one of the people who um, made me believe that actually. Wow. You really did. No, I'm, I'm serious. You really did. Because I remember the first time I met you, I remember um, your, your, your former manager, who was someone I also knew as well. And I remember we were scheduling this phone call with you because we didn't do Zoom or like video calls because we're old. And spe- <laughs> speaking of which, because it's your birthday, so whatever. And Adam, by the way, Adam, our producer, who's um, like 20, um, just rolled his eyes. <laughs> just kidding. But, but I remember being very, very nervous to meet you because you really are very accomplished in what you do. And, you know, and I remember we had a, do you remember we had a very long conversation on the phone, not just about like the show that we were going to do, but also just about ourselves and our lives. And I remember, I believe it was that conversation. You said to me, you know, everything happens for a reason. And I think you also said we were meant to do this together. And I was like, okay, like, and I, I'm, buying it from this woman I've never met. And then here we are. Here we 10 are. Years, 10 years later. Anyway. Aww. Okay. So then, so here we are. So now we're in the current decade, right? Between 40 and whatever birthday this is, we won't say it to everybody, but. We didn't get, do we go to 30 and 40? Did this we do like 30 and 40? Life? No, we didn't. Cause I don't even know what I would uh, say for 30 and 40. I'm so sorry. You're, you're right. 30 <laughs> oh, yes, and 40. Well, that actually, that coincides with what you just said. It's that. Mm-hmm. I got the the dream job of my life to have my own wellness talk show series. And but the the caveat was I had to leave Los Angeles and go to New York City, which by the way, my favorite place in the world, and spend six weeks, uh, you know, recording 39 episodes. But I had to leave my children and my son was starting kindergarten and my daughter was setting sec- starting second grade in a new school and we had just moved. So it was, that was literally, pro- maybe that was the time when I'm like, I choose this. This is what I've always wanted. I have, ha- it's a once in a lifetime experience and I did, and it was the best experience of my life. And my children will forgive me someday. <laughs> and I, and I remember cause you, cause the way the show was structured, it was six weeks straight through. I believe we shot four days a week, two shows a day. And there was at one moment you were like, I have to go home. And and I did you go home? You didn't go home. No. That's right, you didn't no. go home. My husband came to visit because it was our 12th anniversary while we were there. So he came for a weekend. But I couldn't even go on a weekend because we were shooting little things on the weekend. We were having yes. meetings on the weekends. Yes. So, but honestly, it was a, the best. I mean, sorry to my children. I love my children obviously more than anything, but that was the best experience of my entire life. It was so that much was fun. A, that was a great gig. That really was. That was a great gig. I, I loved working on that show. You can watch some of it on YouTube. Anyway, okay. So then here we go. 40 to the present. And again, like I said before, we're not going to reveal how old she is. But <laughs> what is there something you've learned or is there an experience that you've had that has helped shape how you choose yourself now? I think everything happened in this last few years. Like what? You know, they, they say after 40, you don't really care what people think as much. And I think that's really been true. I left a marriage that was really difficult, um, and that's quite interesting, too, how that's evolving to this day, but I chose to go out and see what my life could be like when I'm focusing on my career and, and being not a full-time mom, but a part-time mom, which was really hard to do, and um, I think my children are doing much better because they grew this in- incredible amount of independence that they had to, um, and they saw their mom choosing herself and really focusing on you know, trying to, to do something with this, with this information I have about nutrition and wellness. And it's been really exciting to explore and 
travel the world. I've traveled the world quite extensively in the last, this decade, the last few years. And um, I've met incredible people and I've had amazing opportunities to speak and to do TV and to do all sorts of things. So it's been an exciting first half of a decade of <laughs> this next decade. What's been, what's been the best birthday you've ever had? And why has it, why was it your best birthday? I'm going to say this is my best birthday. And I could honestly say that because I have come to a place where I could honestly say I'm comfortable. I'm happy. I'm finding that peace, joy, bliss, ease, and grace that I've been searching for. It's starting. I know I've got a lot of work to do. We're all on a journey, progress, not perfection, right? And the journey, not the destination, but I feel it moving and I feel a surge of confidence and excitement and I wake up, can't wait to start the day and what's going to happen today. And I love the people that are around me. You know, you get to kind of choose the people around you, especially nowadays where you really have limited access to people. And I feel like this is, I'm really excited about where I am right now and all the things that I want to do in this world still. And here, here's my last question. And this is sort of something we, we usually ask our, our lovely guests. And you sort of just answered it, but I'm going to ask it anyway. So how do you think you will choose yourself for this upcoming year? Again, you kind of already answered it, but you know, just to drive it home for everybody listening. My focus of this year is radical self-compassion. And I learned that from Catherine Lennard, who is a guest on the show. And she's taught me that we're, the focus is on radical self-compassion. And so I'm trying to be less difficult on myself, less demanding on myself, more loving of myself. Because I'm always like one to put myself last and try to like, I always want to do everything for everyone. That's always been my thing, which is the whole point of this podcast is why I need to rejuvenate a little bit. And so I'm going to forgive myself more and I'm going to love myself more so that I can be the best version of myself for all those around me and for all that I want to do. Well, we, we love you. I feel very, very, you know, I feel very fortunate to have you in my life as a professional peer, as a personal friend. You are, in my opinion, one in a million, honestly. Um, so I love and adore you. So I wish, I, I wish you nothing but a happy, happy birthday and a healthy, a healthy year ahead. And surprise guest, T. Colin Campbell is also here. To, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but happy, happy birthday, Juliana. We love you. And, and thank you for sharing a little bit of yourself with all of us. I love you so much, Sanford. Thank you so much. I appreciate everything. And I'm so grateful to have you in my life. You're not allowed to make me cry on my birthday. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. Adam, we love you too. Adam, we love you too. (laughs) Well, I'm grateful, Sanford and Adam, and I'm grateful to have this way of talking to all of you out there. Thank you so much for listening. And I didn't expect that, but that was kind of interesting. And I appreciate you being a part of it with me. So thank you for sharing my birthday with me. And I will see you next time. I will also invite you again to choose yourself now. And I'm signing off as always with lots of leafy green love.